What's good, everybody? This is Ren, and you're in another new episode of More Salon Clients Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, and for taking action on growing your business. So this week's episode, I did a Q&A style live training, and I took some of the biggest questions that I get from my audience, as well as I went through some popular hairstylist Facebook groups and saw what was trending, what conversations were coming up. You guys are going to love these questions. There are five great ones, and we go everywhere from how to get more comments, how to get better music on reels, how to stay relevant with over 20 years experience in the industry, and so much more. Before we dive into this episode, though, I really wanted to shout out some of my summer best month ever students. Their results were incredible, and I think that they deserve a little credit. So I want to talk to you guys about Sunshine. Sunshine is working way less days during the week, and she was able to make more. This is everyone's dream, okay? We had Claudette who booked three new clients from one post, you guys, one post. I also have Tara who brought in 10 new clients in just 30 days. So when she did experience a cancellation, when she did experience a reschedule, which can tend to happen in our industry, she was still able to keep her income and not see that dip and then even make more. And then lastly, I want to shout out my client, Anna, who was skeptical AF, was very scared that this wasn't going to work for her, that she would just be back to square one. And you all, in just six weeks, Anna went to having one spot left in her calendar for the next month. It is amazing what you can do with some focus and some strategy. If you're curious how they did it, if you want to see if this might be the solution to all of your struggles with growing your business, head on over to our Instagram account. It is at Wolf and Rabbit Inc. And send me the word podcast. This will let me know where you came from. And I have a little special bonus for you. I'll also share all of the details and we can see if it's a good fit or if something else would be better for you right now. So come and send me the word podcast on Instagram at Wolf and Rabbit Inc. All right, let's get into it. For those of you who don't know me or who might not be as familiar, you might be a little new to my world. I am Ren and I am the founder and owner of Wolf and Rabbit Inc. And we have been helping salons and stylists get more clients for the past four years. So this is a huge passion of mine. I love working with people one-on-one. I love helping people like get super visible. And really, I think the heart of it is that it's like, I just love when people are empowered to make good decisions in their business and to actually like get their work done and then be present in their life. I think that all of us have had this experience when you own a business of like, I'm going to have all this freedom. It's going to feel amazing. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, no, I'm working 24 seven. What have I gotten myself into? Our businesses kind of become like this little monster that we have to take care of a little toddler. And so that is why, you know, I hope that you guys are here is to empower yourself with some free resources from these trainings and to kind of just give yourself a better way to show up so that you can get better results and have more freedom in your life. So that is what I'm all about. 
and I'm super excited that you're here. So if you are watching the replay, go ahead and make sure that you're also participating in this live stream. I do go back and message everybody and reply to all the comments. So don't be shy if you're watching the replay, we're here. Okay, so I have been polling you guys. I've been asking you all some questions and I got some really juicy questions. I've also been putting my feelers out in some of the Facebook groups where stylists are hanging out all the time and really just looking for what are the hot topics, what's really trending, what is everybody struggling with? And so I have five different questions I'm gonna try to cover today in our time together. So we will see how that goes, but let's go ahead and get started. So the first question that came in came from my VIP group, and this question is, I'm shifting focus and scaling down my services. I'm looking for tips on how to support old clients in the shift and keep gaining new ones. So I don't know about you guys, but I feel like specializing is a huge trend right now. This has been a trend for the past couple of years, but I think consumer behavior is kind of teaching us that people wanna go to a specialist. People feel more comfortable going to somebody who really seems like an expert in that field. So kind of the days of like, you know, doing it all or talking about it all and wanting to attract everyone, those days have like slowly been fading out. And you know, there's always going to be like the larger discount chains that kind of fill that need. But in general, when I see people doing really well, it's because they've gone all in on a specialty and on a niche. But I love this question because it's kind of about like, okay, I'm ready to specialize, but how do I transition into my specialty and still care for the clients that I have grown to love? So a couple of things are really coming up for me here. So number one is we have to accept that when we specialize, we are no longer for everyone. And that can be really hard because we become really close to our clients. We kind of do a vulnerable thing. There's like an emotional connection here. And so it can be really tough to accept and honor that, oh my God, I might have to refer this person out. I might have to no longer take care of them. So first of all, we need to do kind of like that inner work and the inner mindset stuff in order to let that go and accept that like, okay, these clients are not my forever. I, my business is scaling and moving in a new direction and kind of let that be what it is and understand that you're making that decision with intention. No one's forcing you into it. You're not a victim of this situation. Like this is good for you. So once you make that decision, you have a couple of options. And honestly, my recommendation would be a blend of these. So um, the first option is going to be you essentially just contact people and let them know, hey, I am no longer going to be doing whatever service that is. Let's say, you know, maybe it's men's haircuts. Maybe it's no longer just doing haircuts. Maybe haircuts now are only a part of your color menu or something like that. So I am no longer doing that. Here's somebody who does, you know, I've really valued our relationship. It's kind of sad to see you go, but it is what it is. So that's the first option. And then the second option is you keep your clientele essentially the same 
and then you're only really promoting and accepting new clients that go within your specialty. So you're not really yet saying goodbye to anybody until you have enough of the new clients flowing in that you're ready to do that. So the only thing with this is that you have to watch for a little bit of bitterness because a lot of times if we're really excited about going all in on a specialty and then we're still coming in and doing those other services, um, that can there can be a little struggle there. So I would say it's gonna be a blend and it's gonna be hard to say no to people. Um, as you start specializing, you might still be getting requests for different services. People still might be reaching out to you for that and you kind of have to be strong enough in yourself and in your vision that you know, okay, this is for my highest good. This is for the growth of my business. This is for my clients better. And no, I can't do that for you. Instead of when we're kind of growing in the beginning, sometimes we're saying yes to everybody. So that's really my perspective on leaning into a specialty and transitioning your clientele over. So I hope that that helped. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next one. This question says, I reach lots of people with my posts, but I get very few comments. How do I get people to interact and leave comments? Okay, I love this one because it's like, we can be really intentional at what we're putting out. We can put out something so smart or something so cool and funny, and then we can still just not see fully that engagement that we're wanting to see. And it can be a little bit disappointing because we all know that getting clients is the first priority of our content or increasing loyalty with our clients, but obviously engagement is going to help our organic reach. So when people are commenting on your posts, you're commenting back, Instagram is like, hey, this is important, let me show it to more people, and all of that's happening for free. So how can you get more comments? This is gonna sound like really, really simple, so bear with me because sometimes when things are simple, have you guys noticed like, when things are simple, we have resistance towards it because it's like, that couldn't be the answer. <laughs> that couldn't be it, that's too easy, that's too straightforward, but how you're going to get more people to leave you comments is you're going to tell them what to comment where you're going to start asking more questions. So the easiest way to start this is going to be through asking really simple, open-ended questions. So we don't wanna be asking these complex questions. We don't wanna be putting people on the spot to like overshare something. And you know, a lot of the times our content is about what people are doing wrong or what they could do better. So that might feel vulnerable for somebody to share how they've been making a mistake. So if you want more comments on your posts, what I want you to do is go super simple and either say something like, what do you think about this? Do you agree? Yes or no? Um, coffee or tea? Okay, so we're going to go super simple. Do you like mascara or you don't? Do you blow out your hair? Are you an air dry person? Okay, so getting people to choose from two really simple options is a great way to start getting them commenting on your posts because when we're writing these awesome expert things, people just might not really know what to say, so we kind of need to direct them a little bit. 
So I hope that that helps. The other thing is that we just want to be consistent with this. So the first time we switch some of our content to maybe be more conversational, we're asking people to comment, we, it might fall flat, but over time, your followers are learning, oh, when I comment on something, they respond to me. Like, that's so cool. Um, I'm not just going to be left hanging or I'm not going to be the only one that commented kind of feeling. So stay consistent with it and then make sure you're really following up thoughtfully with everybody who's commenting. And that's how you kind of start training your audience with how to engage with your content. Okay, so that is how to get people to leave more con comments on your posts. All right, so this next question I love, and even for my fresh stylists in the industry, listen up because this is going to be all of us. This is gonna to happen to all of us, okay? After 35 years in the career of my dreams, which, amazing, 35 years, my confidence has derailed. The struggle is visible because I'm not attracting new clients. It feels as if everyone is looking for a younger stylist with supposedly better ideas. How do I get more clients even when, you know, I'm feeling this way? So I love this question. And one of the things I like about it is the vulnerability here. So I bet a lot of people feel like this regardless of their age. Um, even if it's not age related, it could be style related, right? Like people only want that kind of stylist or people only want the stylist who does that kind of hair or looks this way or that way. So this, I think, is very, very relatable for so many of us and is something we're all going to be going through. So at the heart of this is a, a fear of being irrelevant and becoming outdated. And so the first thing that really comes up for me with this question is that you know, if we wanted an industry or a career that was super consistent, that had very little change, very little innovation, then we're in trouble because this industry changes at the speed of light. I feel like it's always evolving and consumer behavior around, you know, beauty services is evolving all the time too, especially as technology changes new people enter the marketplace and all of that. So first of all, we have to accept that our industry is moving super fast and that gives us a couple of choices. So either we embrace it and we like ride the wave and we try to show up the best we can and stay current with all of the different avenues or we can accept that like, hey, this isn't really what I'm looking for and maybe make a different option, but we can't have both. We can't just, you know, and I don't think that this person is doing that, but we don't ever want to be the person who is sticking our feet in the sand and saying, no, I'm not changing, but where are all the people who want to do it my way? So we have to be flexible and we have to adapt. So the quickest way to look outdated the quickest way to look as if you're outdated is to not be showing up and showing current trends on your like online and you know Instagram and even like Pinterest and Facebook like this is the new way that consumers shop for people that they want to work with so we have to understand that and say I'm a business owner my dream client is this 
and she needs XYZ to feel safe coming to me. And then we need to show up like that, okay? So if you don't wanna look outdated, then you have to show up and you have to do the work. So the quickest way to get in that space is to not be posting um, and not doing all of that. So even if, let's say you have, you've been in the industry for 35 years, let's say most of your clients have been with you that whole time, right? They're super loyal. And you don't even have the clients that are getting the trendy hair. You don't really have a big clientele for that. I would say that you have permission to do mannequin work, right? Like you did a long time ago. Um, do mannequin work and show that. Share photos and images of hair that you wanna do, okay? So give credit or make it clear that that's not your work. But be like, yo, I wanna do this. Who, who wants to get this done? So you have to be even more active and outward and expressive of how current you are, the trends that you know, and what you're doing, even with the um, online trends of how we sell and how consumers buy now, in order to keep up. In order to keep up. And another thing that I would say is that we also want to think about word of mouth too. So word of mouth is totally not like a dead concept, okay? Referrals are still a huge way to grow our business. So as you're working on maybe updating how you're showing up online, how you're doing all of that, like why not really come up with a super fun referral program for your existing clients to get more people like them who are loyal and will love you and be a great fit. So that is my answer to that question. I feel like that could be a whole training all on its own is how to keep your passion alive after 30 years, how to stay relevant, how to continue growing, how to scale. What is that next step in your career? I mean, there's so many things that are coming into my head. So I love that that one came up. Okay, hi, Samantha. Hi, Crystal, how are you? Okay, so the next question that I got in, and for those of you who are joining, we I submitted, um, I've been polling my audience and people, hey Mia, how are you? So I've been polling my audience and people have been submitting questions that I can answer today on the live stream. So I have five different questions I'm gonna be answering. We just did three, so there are two more. And so that's kind of how the format of today's training is going. So this next question is awesome, I love it. So this is the question. Is Groupon worth it? I need new clients like right now, <laughs> okay? So Groupon is still something out there that a lot of people consider in this industry. In fact, when I go on Groupon, um, I went on, I do it for like market research a lot where I go on and I see how many salons are on there, how many hairstylists, like what is the um, market looking like in my area? And so, a lot of times the reasons why we want to go maybe down these discounted paths is because, you know, even as you can tell in this question, I need clients right now. It's like there's a sense of, um, to me, it feels like there's a little sense of fear and maybe a little bit of like, oh shit, you know, like a little bit of desperation where it's like, I got to make this happen and I'll try anything, okay, even Groupon. So can Groupon work? Can Groupon bring clients in? Can they like make be that icebreaker essentially of like 
someone new coming in and then you keeping that client. So the short answer is like, of course, a lot of people have done that and that's one avenue. What I would say is that the first thing that you really need to get clear on is who is my client? Who is my client? And I know when we're in that path of like, okay, Ren, but I just need money right now. I don't have time for getting the right client. I have bills to pay, I have rent to pay, like shit needs to happen for me. Um, I would still just ask you to slow down because what you're doing too is you're kind of sending this energy into the universe of not trusting that it's all going to happen and that you're safe and that you know all of this stuff there's a lot of mindset stuff going on there but the first thing you really need to do is get clear in your head who is my dream client who is the client that i'm trying to build my business with okay and then think is this client regularly using groupon and you guys the answer to that might be yes okay i'm not anti-groupon nothing like that if the answer is yes my client loves a group on <laughs> go for it. If you think that that's going to work. Um, a lot of the time, the answer is probably going to be no. And where I pause when it comes to using discount services and things like that is that, you know, we can kind of attract people who this is their lifestyle where it's like they go from thing to thing to thing to save money. Okay. And nothing is wrong with that lifestyle, but if you're looking to build a high-end, loyal, long-term clientele, then we might need to think of a couple of other strategies in order to get the right results. So obviously an influx of cash flow, maybe that could help, but I don't see that as a long-term solution to bringing in clients. So we wanna be sure that you're being strategic because what happens is you'll get that influx of clients and then they're gonna jump to the next deal, okay? And then you're gonna be at square one all over again. So that is really my thoughts about using Groupon and some of those other discount sites in order to promote your services. All right, so now we are on our very last question and here it is, okay. I desperately need help with Instagram Reels. When I go to make a reel, the music selection is so sad. There are only a handful of artists to choose from. I've never even heard. I can't do trending songs or hits or anything. I don't know how people are making these catchy videos. This also goes for my story music selection. Any advice would be appreciated. All right, so with Instagram reels, so for those of you who maybe aren't as familiar, hi, you guys. Hi, welcome. Thanks for showing up. Um, what happens is Instagram Reels have an awesome ability to give us extra organic reach. So a lot of people are hopping on the Reels because of the potential that they have to, you know, maybe a normal post would go to like 100 people. Reels could go to like 1,000, 10,000. I mean, it's just amazing without spending any additional money. So how do we make them cool? Like, what do we do for that? And Recently, as many of you have noticed, Instagram did kind of switch up their all of their um, selections of things. And in order to try to become more competitive with TikTok, they have now added a new way to categorize your business. So before, you could have a personal account 
or a business account, okay? And like this person is hitting on, the business accounts didn't have access to any of the fun music or sound effects that were really trending and being like getting super hot. So a lot of businesses were like, how do I, you know, still make this work? Do I not have a business account anymore? What do I do? So a couple of things are coming up for me here. So first of all, I would say don't ever let something like this, like music or some random thing like this, stop you from creating, okay? We always want to be trying and putting stuff out there and doing our best and making the most of the music that we have. So my first thing is that even if the selection is sad, make it cool with what you're doing or just talk and share tips or something like that, okay? So I know that that's not as fun, but we still wanna be taking baby steps towards what we really want instead of letting these things hold us completely back or paralyze us from taking any action. So the next thing that you can do is now Instagram has a third option of categorizing your account, which is called creators, okay? So when you have a creator account, what it means is you still have the link to your website, you still have a contact button, but you also get some additional perks. So some of the perks are, um, oh my God. Oh, some of the perks are, <laughs> did you guys see that? Adding cool music. So they have all of the music library in there. They also are doing some different um, experimenting with paying creators. So you're also going to have the opportunity, like if you frequently do live streams like this, you would have the opportunity to, like they would actually pay you to do live streams. They would pay you to do joint live streams um, and do a bunch of other things. They're also rolling out some Instagram ads. So think about YouTube when you're watching YouTube and a little ad will play before your video. They're launching things like that too. Hey Jade, welcome, I'm so happy you're here. So with a creator account, there are a lot of different things you can do. And the reason why Instagram really launched this and Instagram and Facebook are the same is because they want to start rewarding creators. So they understand that some other platforms out there might feel more lucrative to creators and creative people because there are monetization opportunities. So now they have this creator option, which is a little bit more fun and has some different features to it. So if you feel like all of those things sound okay for you, I would say to just swap your account over and you'll instantly have access to the music and then maybe you'll even feel inspired to kind of step up in other ways. I am of the mindset that stylists, and estheticians, I feel like we are the beauty influencers, you know? And a lot of times we're not owning that role. We're not really stepping into that role, but we see other people with no experience and no true knowledge like we have be in the limelight, sell beauty products, talk about it all the time. And I feel like you guys could easily be filling those shoes, it's just having the kind of confidence to do that. So 
with a creator account, like I said, you're gonna have more opportunities to show up and be compensated in different ways. But like I said, it's gonna be through maybe live streams. You're gonna have to get out of your box a little bit. So you'll know if that's the right fit for you. But to get better music on your reels, that's what I would suggest. All right, so that is it. Those are all of the questions that came in today. So for those of you who are just coming on, we talked about how to transition into a specialty. So if you've kind of been, you know, being an all, doing all for all people, but you're thinking about coming in and specializing, then it can be tricky to kind of transition into that space of a specialty. How do you tell your guests? How do you attract new guests? All of that stuff. We talked about how to get more comments on your posts so that you can have better organic engagement and get to know your followers better. We talked about staying relevant after 35 years in the industry and how to stay on top of that. We talked a little bit about Groupon and if Groupon is still relevant or a good option for growing your business. And then we talked a little bit about Instagram Reels. So right when this is done, I'll be posting up that replay so that you guys can catch it. And yeah, so if you enjoyed this, I would absolutely love it if you guys would actually send me a DM and tell me one little takeaway that you are going to be implementing this week and doing a little bit differently. Um, what concepts did we talk about today that maybe surprised you, that you thought were a little bit different, that you're going to be implementing? I wanna hear it, so get in my DMs, let's talk about it, and then otherwise, I will see all of you next Thursday afternoon, and I hope that you have a beautiful week. Bye guys.